Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the Triple Jump podcast. I'm Ben Potter. I said my whole name, and you didn't know what to do with that, did you? That really threw me off. I'm Ben. I'm Benjamin Potter. I'm normally the, the syllable that comes after Ben is I'm rather than pot. I, I threw off the whole equilibrium. The equilibrium. The equilibrium. Yeah. I've been de-equilibrialized. I'm Ben. And I'm Peter. That's how it should sound. I'm Ben Potter. And I'm Peter Austin. That's how it could sound mm. if we were more professional. Could do middle names as well. Rather not. Okay. Just for security reasons. All right. You know, just in case. Margaret. Ben Margaret Potter. <laughs> He's just embarrassed. That's why. Yeah. Well, not everyone can have the middle name Maximus Steel Big Balls. Well, yeah. Peter Maximus Steel Big Balls Austin over here. The middle middle name singular as well. That's all. It's one all word. hyphenated. Yeah, it's ridiculous mm. how how your parents got away with that. This is a video game podcast. I feel like we have to clarify that at the beginning yeah, of every we, single episode, well, especially after all that drivel. Yeah, nothing to do with games so far. But we're going to get into games very shortly. I would like to stress before we uh, move any further mm. that we are still working on getting on iTunes. So far. We don't have a great track record of this podcast being anything other than .mp4, but yeah. we will soon be coming to iTunes and hopefully Spotify and all the other places you guys want us to be. Um, but we'll let you know. It's not our fault, to be fair. We've we're just we've basically requested to be part of the service that we use here at Cultaholic slash mm-hmm. Triple Jump, and we're just waiting to hear back. Yeah, not from Adam. He's obviously in there. We could talk no. to him at any point about it. But Adam Adam's is waiting to hear Adam's back. Adam's waiting to hear back from them. So it's out of our hands at the moment. Yeah. But soon we will be available in MP3 form. Before we get started proper, Peter. Yeah. Did you know that we got uh, affiliated on Twitch this week? I did know that. Yeah. Isn't I was that there. News. You you were there. I was streaming. It was a big surprise when people started subscribing. I was that in the was chat. A- it was really confusing. Uh, so we've now streamed for the prerequisite amount of hours. We have. To be allowed to be affiliate, which means that you can subscribe to us on uh, on Twitch. And I believe that nets you exclusive emotes, which are pending approval at the moment by Twitch. You get all kinds of things. You get a little Billy Ray next to your name in mm-hmm. the chat. You can give you us do. bits if you want to. Bits. Yeah. Um, and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So please do consider doing that. Twitch.tv forward slash... Team, Team Triple Jump. Jump. And uh, you can also use your free Amazon Prime sub as well. Look mm. through our Twitter. There's there's instructions on how to do that. If you've got Amazon Prime, you get a free sub. Consider chucking that to us. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Peter, we go to some questions. These are submitted exclusively by our wonderful patrons, patreon.com forward slash. Team Triple Jump. And the first one is from Richard King. Thank you. No, don't. Because I've thought about King. it too. Let's yeah. not. No. What does Richard King say? 
Richard King says the following. Mm. What are your thoughts on games using advertising as a way to generate income rather than making the player pay for microtransactions? So, for example, an open-world game having billboards for real-life products similar to how Football Manager uses its advertising hoardings for adverts. Could be overused but limited. Could, could be overused but limited. Could it add to immersion? That's an interesting question. It is. Because games have done it before. Uh, games like Crazy Taxi in particular is yeah. a real landmark one. You could find Pizza Hut's, KFC's, uh, Fila outlet. If, do you pronounce it Fila or is it Fila? Uh, I, sports wear company. I, I don't think I've ever said it out loud. So F-I-L-A. Yeah. Uh, and Tower Records. Choo-choo. My goodness. Does that the, ever come up in the... I don't know if we've... I, I usually just back. boost the audio levels, but oh, do it, it, does, it does come through pretty clearly. There's okay. a train there. Uh, yeah, games games are already doing it and have done it. It doesn't happen so much anymore. I'm assuming partially because it is it is rife for abuse. Like, I, I would understand a game that's set in an open-world city, maybe like GTA doing it, but then would brands want to be associated with yeah, people potentially committing murders inside a KFC in I don't Grand know. Daughter? Like, having, yeah, having an actual KFC in which you can walk in with an assault rifle is probably, probably not a good image. Yeah. But... I don't mind seeing it on on billboards, whether or not it's GTA or even if it's like a racing game and you're mm. driving around. There's billboards there, like Burnout did it. Burnout Paradise, didn't it? It did. Um, I love this one. I mean, that the difference there is that it was that was for the Ob- well. I think they did more than this, but one of the things they were advertising was the Obama campaign. Yeah, the Obama took out actual adverts in Burnout Paradise yeah. on some of the billboards. Now that's that's a bit more i don't know i think you have to sort of question that's that's political as well as like Mm. just oh we've sold some advertising space although apparently john mccain was offered a similar deal yeah he said no and then they got patched out of the game after after the election did they yeah oh that's fun so that's a little bit more like okay i mean you know i'm pro obama i'm not against the fact that they did it i'm pro obama but I just think it's a bit strange kind of pushing a political agenda. Yeah, I think that's where things get a bit dicey. I feel like it would have to make sense within the game world, which is why Crazy Taxis were... There were a lot of them, but it kind of made sense. You're in a big city and there's advertising Mm. everywhere. It's very realistic. Or just an actual KFC. I'll tell you one that doesn't make sense uh, within the game world is in Mario Kart 8 when you could download a (laughs) Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, that was weird. Remember that? Yeah. And at the same time, Mercedes were running adverts with live-action Mario characters just sort of standing in front of Mercedes cars. It doesn't help that the Mercedes-Benz also looked like one of those toy cars yeah it was like a little around him you're sort of sticking out of the roof of the car yeah 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 like a little go-kart and then there's like a kind of middle ground where they think they're trying to make it fit into the world because technically it's in the correct context Hmm. but it's also definitely not okay such as alan wake with the battery ads are you aware of this yeah yeah you could actually sit and watch an advert play on a tv Mm -hmm. for some American brand, I don't even know which it one it Duracell was. Duracell or something? No, it wasn't Duracell. Energizer? Energ- it, it might have been Energizer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so they're kind of saying, oh, look, it's context relevant because it's on a TV screen, so it's fine. But it's the only real thing in yeah, the game. It's, it's just really an strange. for batteries. That's the thing. If it's going to be done, it has to be done properly um, within the, you know, making sense within the context of the world and the game. Yeah. Uh, but I also have these horrible sort of visions in my head of EA cottoning onto this. Right. And every square inch of the next Battlefield game is covered in just sponsorship and they just find another way to squeeze every last penny squeeze and cent every penny. Out, of, out of the consumer. 
Uh, I don't mind it. I don't mind it in games like Crazy Taxi. I didn't even mind Hooters being in Modern Warfare 2 right. very briefly. Yeah. But I, I do draw the line at huge... I mean, I know Activision is a huge company, obviously, but I, dr I do draw the line at Energizer adverts in a game for no reason. Yeah. You know, where it's just very transparent. You, you see Bond wearing... Using a Sony Veo laptop, and you're like... I don't think Bond would choose that laptop because yeah. that laptop is ridiculous. You don't buy one off the off the shelf when you work for MI6. MI6, yeah. <laughs> no, you MI5 or whatever he is. No. Yeah. You get one from Q Branch that doesn't say Sony on the back of mm -hmm. it. But yeah. yeah. And he's wearing all these, you know, these Rolexes, all this branded stuff. Which is, yeah. some of it makes sense, but when he starts using technology where you're like, I could buy that. Yeah. I could go to the shops right now and be Oh my god, that's what they want you to think, oh. isn't it? Yeah, you could be Bond. <gasps> I could be Bond. Wow. I mean I couldn't. I can't afford all those things and my knees hurt when i sit down but uh, you know the the point is i could buy the same things that bond has yeah I, I think the one the one thing that i do find it's too amusing to be annoyed by it in terms of brand brand deals mm. is when an entire game like centered around some sort of brand comes out such as pepsi man or those burger right. king adverts. sneak king and yeah stuff, sneak yeah. king i mean that's not that's not product placement that's hey just so you know this this is an advert in game <laughs> form but if you want to play it then go for it yeah and that's that's okay because they're being they're not trying to be sneak yeah. key about it very good this but. is a game that we made uh but could be overused but limited could it add to immersion i really do think it could add to immersion yeah. in the right ways like it's fine on they FIFA. They have to be... Yeah, it's fine. I mean, that's just like real life, that isn't makes it? Sense. With all the if banner ads there, all the way around. It would be weird if it was Nobody wasn't. had sponsorships on their shirts yeah. and stuff. That'd be very, it'd be like Pro Evo, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, it would make sense in certain games. I am worried, though, if, for example, SimCity adopted it. Mm. Brands have to be flexible about what you are and what you aren't able to do. So if you, for example play sim city and you get the choice of opening a, a for example a fast food branch right and you get the choice between mcdonald's and burger king are they going to have exactly the same weightings in terms of what they bring to right. your city is or is one going to be McDonald's ranked better <laughs> are you allowed to have it burned down in a in a like a natural disaster like what what that's probably why we don't see so much of it is because they're really, you know, brands want to protect themselves. Yeah, well. And just like the GTA example, they don't want you to walk into a KFC with an assault rifle. Exactly. Because it doesn't look good for well, them. Well, the developer just comes up with like some alternative, like, you know, McArches or like Burger, <laughs> yes. Burger Duke or Bur whatever. <laughs> yeah. I love Burger Duke. Yeah. Patty Queen. Queen Patty. I, I, <laughs> did you play the, there was a Rugrats game on PS1, Search for Reptar. Mm. Where at the end you get to play as Reptar, like smashing, smashing the city up like a kaiju. Okay. And uh, the game was made by THQ, um, and the THQ office is there. It's like a banner on mm. one of the buildings, and if you smash it up, there's this guy like commentating what Reptar is doing. I guess like a, a newscaster. Right. And he yeah. goes, "The THQ building has been reduced to rubble. Thank goodness everyone was at lunch." <laughs> <laughs> it's quite good. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Insomniac put themselves in Spider-Man, didn't they? They I did, think. but you can't you can't like make Rhino run into it no, and destroy the whole thing. You can't smash it up. Uh, yeah. yeah, like it, it's context sensitive, isn't it? Yeah. So it only remains to be seen if more brands decide to do that or if EA finds or, or another big publisher finds a way of just ruining it. Yeah. But I'd, I'm generally on board with the idea. I don't mind. Especially if it does um, sort of reduce microtransactions. Yeah. I think they'd probably just leave the microtransactions oh, in yeah. as a You've general You've got to make rule. as much money as possible. But if it did, I mean, I would probably rather have product placement. Well, I don't know. Again, it's all mm. context, isn't it? But yeah. There you go. Peter. Yeah. It's time for our groundbreaking segment, 
not repeated by anyone else anywhere on the internet, completely unthought of before us. Yeah. It's time for what we playing. What we what? What we what we playing? What are we playing? Ben, what are you playing at the moment? What I playing? I'll yeah. tell you what I playing, Peter. Mm-hmm. I finished off Metro last night. Oh yeah. And on the whole, my experience with Metro is mixed to good. Right. I think I think I enjoyed myself. And I only say I think because previous Metro games were set in the Metro. Okay. And this one begins in a Metro, but then opens up as we discussed last week. Right. It opens right on up and you can explore various areas and things and then you get back on the train and head off into the sunset. Which woot. Sorry? That's woot woot, that's the train. Woot woot, that's the sound of the train. Yeah. Uh and the end the literally well, there are various points throughout the game where it does throw the spooks at you. Where right. you where you go down into spooky dark bits on your own and you've only got your torch and your torch goes out and then there are scripted bits where monsters jump out and things and there's lots of tension. And you're not a big spook fan. Not a huge spook fan personally, mm. but you know, I'm I can deal with it now. I'm yeah. I'm a lot braver than I used to be. Okay. The last an hour and a half to two hours of this game, yeah. it chucks you into an abandoned hospital or it chucks you onto the outskirts of an abandoned hospital and makes you succumb to very severe radiation poisoning to the extent that you hallucinate. Right. And then just puts you in this hospital for two hours. And it is exhausting, not because it's creepy, which it is, not, and it's, it's not exhausting because just because it's creepy. It's, it's just because there's no relaxing. Right. And it's just like the whole thing is just, I want it to be over. And then exactly, and then that's the end of the game. It's like what a weird way to end the game after you've been open for almost the entire thing, and then it funnels you through this uh, tense and fraught hospital for two hours. And by the end, I just thought this could have ended an hour ago, and I would have been absolutely fine with that. This did not need to go on for as long as it did. And you weren't dilly dallying. It is like probably about two hours. Like not much to find in there. The only enemies you encounter are like. Irradiated baboons, I think. I don't know what they were meant to be or why they were in a hospital, but it was very strange. Okay. Um, Uh, Maybe it's like 28 Days Later where the disease came from chimps all along. Is that is that what that is? Yeah, that's not a spoiler. That happens in the very first scene. Okay. I'm worried what I said was a spoiler. Oh. I don't know. But... Anyway, well, it's too late now. The last bit is just it just goes on for ages and ages and ages. Yeah, and, uh, and it's absolutely exhausting. Oh. And then it, and it just sort of sort of ends. <laughs> you sound uh, exhausted. It was really you sound tiring. Really exhausted. I wanted it. I I was just so I was so ready for it to be over. Mm-hmm. I thought I've had a, a nice fun romp through the through the Russian countryside and and place. Yeah. And then it just wouldn't end, and uh, felt made me feel a bit sad. It is a little bit like being on the metro. Yeah, mm. sort of when you first sit down, you're like, I'm on my way. This is good. We're yeah. going to where we want to be and then, into town. And then, you know, if you maybe if you're heading out to sort of Tynemouth to the to the seaside. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, you know, that's a half hour trip mm-hmm. from the center of Newcastle. Yeah. By the time you're, you're on that train for 15 minutes, you're like, I want to be there. Yeah. Why for this last bit of the journey have they just stuck me on this boring linear this... two hour segment with irradiated baboons? Exactly. This train could have arrived at Tynemouth an hour ago yeah and I would have been fine with it mm. uh so yeah that was that was that Metro I think I can honestly say it did disappoint me personally it did I, disappoint yeah. you. I, I expected a lot more I still enjoyed my time with it but it didn't quite blow me away the same way that uh Last Light the previous game did yeah 
Uh, apart from that, I have just started playing Tales from the Borderlands Ooh. on PS3. I'm a huge Borderlands fan. I'm right. a big Telltale Games fan. And uh, I, I, of course, played Tales from the Borderlands when it came out mm -hmm. on PS4. But I had a bit of extra credit and uh, I thought, I'll get it on PS3 as well. Yeah, Play it through not? for some more trophies and because it's been ages since I played it. But it has all kinds of game-breaking bugs on PS3. Oh, no. And I've spoken to you about this before. Uh, at the end of the first section, it on my PS3, it just froze. Yeah. And I kept, I deleted my, my save data and restarted it three times, and every time it would get stuck in the same place. I've now deleted the entire thing and re-downloaded it, and I'm happy to say I am able to play it now. Oh, is it working it, now? It's working now. I don't know what was happening. God. But that's it. That's what I'd be playing. There's, um, you know, on, this is a bit of a, bit of a tangent, but you know, um, they've just brought out a version of Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy on Nintendo Switch. You might not even be aware no, of that. No, no, It was a fairly obscure PS2 game, uh, and it's now been sort of remastered or remade, not remade, remastered, I think, for mm -hmm. Switch. Uh, there was a game-breaking bug on that where if you save the game in this certain room, uh, when it, like, loads back out of the menu, um, the door has closed, and <laughs> right. that's it, and you're just stuck in this room forever. And if you've just saved over your file, that's that, it. You just can't get any further. You're done. And people used to get really confused, and they would be like backtracking through like the rest of the level, but the wow. door that's supposed to go through is just permanently sealed, and it's just a bug. That's not good. And you couldn't patch it back then because it was PS2. So similar thing happened to me in Metro a couple of times actually, where I was I did have to reload a save. Right. Where I got last night, for example, I got hit while trying to holding down square to interact with a gap I had to squeeze through. Yeah. And I got hit, which interrupted the animation. And then I had no prompt anymore to oh go gosh. through it. I also got stuck in a car and I wasn't, I wasn't allowed out because there was no button prompt to leave and all the buttons weren't working. So I had to reload again. And even then there was no button prompt, but I kept hitting buttons until I got out. So you said last week that you're having issues with the car. Oh, the car and since ridiculous. you've said that to me, I've seen various clips on the internet of the car just like... Just not behaving doing itself. Doing all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah it's something. Shame. Anyway, Peter, what you what you be playing? Well, talking of PS2, mm. uh, I've, been, I've played a game that I've owned for a long time and never properly played okay. on the PS2. What's that? Uh, uh, it's called, the, I don't even know how to say it out loud because I've not got far enough in the game for them to say one of the words that's written on the title. <laughs> yeah. It's either the mark of cry or the mark of Cree. It's K-R-I. Oh, okay. I'm guessing cry, hmm. but who's to say? I Not me. I'll find out later. So I had this on, on a demo disc back in like 2001 or something. Yeah. Um, and thought, oh, this looks fun. Never ended up getting it. Uh, saw it in a shop recently, bought it. And uh, I am really enjoying it. Oh. It's, quite, it's, it's interestingly stylized. It's a bit like, um, oh, uh, what's what's that? Um, oh, I don't even know if it's Disney, Pixar, or if it's DreamWorks. But there's a, a movie that came out recently that I think is set on like Hawaii or Madagascar or some sort of subtropical island. Okay. It's called like... Moana? Yes. Yeah, that's Disney. Disney, it's is Pixar, it? Yeah, yeah. Pixar. Disney, Pixar. I've not seen it. It's excellent. But I've seen like the trailer and stuff. And you know how they're they're slightly like yeah, they're all sort of weirdly stocky. Bulked. Yeah, and they they have quite small heads. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the same kind of art style okay. in this game. And again, it's set in this sort of tropical. There's lots of stone temples and jungles and things. Mm -hmm. And you're this tribesman with a sword. There's a really interesting combat system actually, where like when people surround you, you can mark three of them. 
and a button appears above their head and it allows you to um, fight any one of them in a kind of Batman Arkham style, like, oh, you know, wow. sort of flip between them. Yeah. Which for PS2 is actually pretty good. That's good. There's some cool combos and stuff. And you have this um, spirit animal, which is a bird, mm-hmm. and you can send him ahead of you to sit on certain perches and then you get his eyes. It's like a... Okay. Again, it's, it's like an Ubisoft... Uh, right. Sort of uh, cut yeah. and paste thing, but from back in 2000 and Using something. Your, your drone. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And you can go and collect things for you that you can't reach. It's a fun little game. You're enjoying it? I'm enjoying it. I think, huh. like, it's one of those that just... It was an oversaturated console, wasn't it, really? There were just so yeah. many games out all at the same time, constantly. Yeah. And don't think it went down particularly well, but... Um, I think it's a nice art style, fun combat, like the bird thing. Mm. So if if anyone is still playing their PS2, yeah, um, I, I know I am. Yeah, I I would I wouldn't say no to to having a go with that. Huh. Yeah, the the mark of cry or cree, 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 cree or cry, cree, cry, cry, cree, or cry, 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 That's what we're playing. Yeah, let's move on to another question. This is from patron Will Baker. What does Will Baker say, Ben? Will Baker says. I know it's a bit far off, but as a massive Elder Scrolls fan, I have to ask, what are your predictions for the Elder Scrolls 6? Where would you like it to be set? Will they finally fix the combat? I can answer you now, no they won't. Because their engine does not allow for anything more advanced than what they've already got. They don't They don't change the engine, and therefore the combat will not be changed. They just modify their existing engine, and, and that's part of the reason why they've had so many issues over the years, yeah. and will continue to do so. The thing with the combat is, I don't mind the, the combat. I think the moment you compare it to anything else, like The Witcher, or even, mm. as I say, Batman Arkham, you know, something like that, which is just very flea-flowing. Flea-flowing. Yeah, flea Flowing. It's very flea flow, and you can flee and flow however you like. Mm-hmm. It immediately suddenly makes um, uh, either Oblivion or Skyrim feel like you're wearing lead boots. Like you just can't, you can't move really, mm. and you're you're just bashing, bashing away. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I did find it quite satisfying, just sort of lifting your shield at the right time. Yeah. Shield. I did a lot of shield bashing and stuff to try and like you can you can sort of stun your opponent slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's all relative. The moment, as I say, the moment you look at the competition, the combat's bad. But, but that's that's the thing. Like you, you can't help but look at the competition. No, I know the competition is doing it better. Yeah, at the moment they used to be, you know, on the throne, mm-hmm. and now they're really not. They're not at all, and that's yeah. that's part of. The, yeah, the, it, the combat, I have grown to to really resent. Right. In the Elder Scrolls, even in like it translates to Fallout games as well. If you want to use any melee weapons at all, mm-hmm. you just. You either do a very slow attack that yeah. can get interrupted, or you just go. You like yeah, try whiff, and whiff, whiff, like whiff. you're painting them with a paintbrush. That's it's true. just it's stupid, and they they don't react to it at all. Like, like you just look at The Witcher and you think mm. this is way better, yeah. and you can play the game in third person. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's upstairs. an actual just... circus above us right now, featuring. 11 elephants. I think someone's hoovering at, what, 2 p.m. on a Friday? What are you doing? We're doing a podcast. Hello? What? Stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're not not stopping. Predictions, though, Mm. for where it's going to be and where we would like it to be set. Something I've... I mean, I've not played Elder Scrolls Online, and I know this has been sort of shown on uh, ESO now, but I'd really like to see... Elsewhere, or El- I don't know if they pronounce it slightly different, but it's, it's spelled elsewhere, which mm-hmm. is where the Khajiit com- uh, 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 okay. originate from. 
Because um, yeah. I always play Khajiit because I quite like to generally have like a kind of thief build in mm. my Elder Scrolls games. And that sounds fun. On the other hand, I don't know if I would want to see that for an entire game because it's mostly deserts, I think, which might be right. a bit boring after a while. Like I thought Skyrim got pretty dull just being constant tundra where, it, mm. as, you know, at least in Oblivion, I think there was a lot more variety in the in the terrain. Yeah. So with your Khajiit, do you name it a suitably Khajiit name or do you is it just called Peter? The Peter the Peter the Lion Boy. Uh no, it's it's never Peter the Lion Boy. Okay. Um I yeah, I, I someone sort of, go and make Peter the Lion Boy. Yeah, and, and send us a, online. Yeah, and send us a photo. Hmm. Um no, I I I do some sort of fantasy name. It's always okay. different every time. I don't know what you know. Oh, right. But I Always play Argonian, just oh, yeah. because I think immunity to all diseases and breathing underwater and looking like a dragon seems and talking like this seems pretty cool. Yeah. And I do name it in the Argonian style. Yeah, I actually uh, took my uh, name for my Skyrim character on on PS3 from the uh, Elder Scrolls series of books, and he's Did called Mere Glim. Oh, really? Yes. So that's a real person from Elder Scrolls history, is it? It's a real, real Argonian. I once. Um, in Oblivion, yeah. while I was in the Thieves Guild, uh -huh. I made an enchanted item that yeah. increased my sneak or something like that. Uh -huh. And I called it the Amulet of Amusai. Okay, okay. Who is a man who doesn't get into the Thieves Guild because you beat him in the test and he's an Argonian. Oh. But later on, he does make it into the Thieves he Guild. He does. It's so a you, tribute to you the did man it to honor, who, honor the great thief. The one who I quashed. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought maybe like... Uh, What's it called? Black Water? Black Marsh? Black Marsh Black is Marsh. where the Argonians are from. Sounds a bit depressing. It does. Well, that's the thing. If, we, if we're if we going by the tease, uh, the teaser announcement trailer, yeah. there's an awful lot of green, isn't there? There is. So I don't know if, if either of our predictions are true. But no. I think maybe a com I think it's time to maybe do one that perhaps borders on two different areas. Yeah, that would be and interesting. And perhaps we could go to both. Yeah. So that w I think that would be cool yeah. to, to have different... I know Skyrim... Skyrim didn't really have different biomes, did they, really? It was just cold. No, it was mostly cold. There was um, the occasional sort of forest. In the trailer they, they released that everyone went absolutely mad for, mm -hmm. there was this one clip where like the character was sneaking through this brown like autumnal forest and the light was sort of oh sorry. And the light was sort of shining down yeah. on his shoulders. Yeah. And I thought, oh wow, that looks great. I don't think I even ever found a forest properly in Skyrim. There were lots of trees, but certainly not. They were all conifers, weren't they? Mm. They're were all they're all evergreen, needly trees that you yeah. would get in the Arctic. There was no sort of nice, lush, oak, woody forests. Not a great deal of forest going on no. there. There's a bit by uh, what's it called? That place where we based that series of videos we did. Yeah, um, I can't remember what, what the place is called. Rifton. Rifton. Yeah, yeah, has some has some forest near it. But yeah, yeah there's bits of forest. I but... think it's time for for truly diverse. Perhaps this mm. is the opportunity to, if they were to redo their engine, which I really think they should. Yeah. Then they could include all sorts of things. Yeah. And that'll be very exciting. You can always get your snow wherever you are, because as long as you get high enough altitude, there's mm. going to be snow. So snow is covered. Beaches and stuff are fine. You just need somewhere that's got some forest, some grassland, and then, you know, pop in either some marsh or some desert, and then you've got mm. all sorts of things going it's on. It's all inside this happy meal. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Delicious. Today we're brought to you my my book doubles. My book. We're both doing that today. We're really tripping just over our... mixing our syllables. I was doing it yesterday as well. I think I need to have a long sleep. A really long sleep. A really long sleep. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for that question. Peter, do you know what time it is? Get your papers. It's time. 
It's time Breaking. for weird. It's weird news time. It's weird news time. Uh, time. It's time. It's the weird news time. This just in. Some weird news. Oh, Peter. Yes. Can I tell you about my weird news? Please tell me the weirdest thing you've heard all week in the world of video gaming. I've been sort of teasing you with this. Um, I yeah. don't know you're aware of it yet. It's about THQ Nordic. I had to dodge this. Yes, you know, you told me. Try yeah. not to look up. If you see a headline about THQ, don't read it. Don't read it. I saw the words, the letters THQ. I looked away. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That means you get the genuine reaction. Coming in fresh. This is from PC Gamer. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, link to the article in the description below. Okay. Once just Nordic Games, THQ Nordic acquired a large number of properties from the bankrupt THQ in 2013. This is just a brief history for you. Okay. It added THQ to its name in 2016 and since then has bought up many more game rights and studios, including Satisfactory Developer Coffee State. Satisfactory is, the, I believe, the name of the game because it's capitalized. Oh, right. not, They're not just Including All Right, all right Developer <laughs> Coffee Stain Studios and Wreckfest creator Bugbear Entertainment. Oh, One Wreckfest. of its subsidiaries, Koch Media, runs Deep Silver. So, Koch. DHQ, God, just put me to bed. Hello? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. THQ Nordic is doing extremely well. We seem to we can't go a podcast without talking about them. Thank goodness everyone was at lunch. Am I right? The building's been reduced to rubble. Yeah, they yeah. all they all ran over to the Nordic office instead. 
This makes it highly surprising that earlier this week, THQ Nordic announced an AMA on its Twitter account. Okay. Unlike most Ask Me Anything sessions which take place on Reddit, Reddit. this one was hosted on anonymous image board 8chan. If you're unfamiliar with 8chan, 8chan, yes, 8chan is in 4chan, but probably twice as bad, maybe even more. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Here's a description. If you're unfamiliar with 8chan, Google once delisted it and warned users of suspected child abuse content. Mm. It has included boards dedicated to paedophilia and fascism and is known generally for racism, misogyny and coordinated harassment. As could have been predicted, response to the AMA was overwhelmingly negative everywhere except on 8chan itself. Right. So we also seem to be talking about the abuse of minors on most podcasts as well. And this also happens in a week where YouTube has banned comments on all videos of children. Yeah. I have no idea how that's enforceable it's mad. or practical in any way. Yeah. I appreciate the the goal. Oh yeah, I see why but yeah, it's, that's fine. It's but... pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, there's so much to talk about here. 8chan, I have heard of. I didn't know it was called 8chan. 8. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with an 8, number 8. Oh, sorry. I thought yeah, yeah. Um, but uh I so apparently these are people who used to be on 4chan and decided that 4chan, <sighs> which we all know to be a, a difficult a, a hive of scum and villainy, <laughs> they decided that it it became too whatever the opposite of lawless is, lawful. Yes. It became too lawfully wedded mm-hmm. and they had to go and set up their own website where they were allowed to talk about things they thought they should be allowed to talk about, like child pornography. Yeah, and and actual fascism. So it's like the people that 4chan went, oh, no, we don't want you around here. Yeah. You, you're weird and, and mean. Too and bad horrible. for 4chan, these yeah. guys. So why the hell did such a big company think, yeah. Even doing it on 4chan would be probably it would quite be negative. A really it? terrible idea. THQ Nordic PR ma- and marketing director Philip Brock said he didn't understand the history and the controversy of the site before agreeing to and participating in the AMA. Okay. However, the official THQ Nordic Twitter account promised, and this was before the AMA, that someone would take care of the nasty stuff and it's unclear what nasty stuff THQ Nordic could have been referring to if not the stuff the site is best known for. Yeah. So someone approached them and they mentioned them by name in the tweet saying, oh, uh, so-and-so has approached us and promised us that they'll take care of all the nasty stuff. And it's like, what? It is just nasty stuff. Yeah, what? What are you hoping to achieve here apart from lose your job and like drag the company into the mud? Why I don't would you not just go to Reddit? Like, why not just go to r slash thq nordic or or r slash everyone was at lunch or it gets worse how how does it possibly get worse what makes brock's apology even less believable is that he casually engaged with someone in the thread who posted a drawing depicting a man groping young looking girls okay the user asked where the lollies were referring to lollycon and I had to look up the Wikipedia page for Lollicon, which, and it tells me that it's the Japanese discourse or media focusing on the attraction to young or prepubescent girls. Right. To which Brock responded, you got them already, weird say. Additionally, in response to being asked not to censor any games nor appeal to the social justice crowd because the company is doing fine as it is, Brock said that THQ Nordic will try to stay that way. Why are you trying to appeal to the best interests of such awful people? <laughs> I don't understand. These are not the people you want supporting you. That's hey. like that's like all the all the furor around um, 
the the clan like supporting Trump and stuff. Yeah. Like those aren't the people you want on your side. No, don't try. It's and... not what you want. Yeah. The the whole thing. If 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 someone of that ilk comes to you and says. Please, please don't make You're it. You're doing good. Yeah, please. Keep it up. Whatever they say, I would probably just do the opposite. They came yeah. to me and said, please don't make a, a game that is just a, a a brown screen with nothing that happens the entire time. And it costs £90. I would rather do it and, and piss off someone from 8chan yeah. than that. It's unbelievable. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll, I won't appeal to hey, SJWs. You guys, you guys got it. We'll, 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 we'll piss off the, the SJWs. Lolly's DLC coming oh. soon. Just the worst. While it's possible to impersonate others on 8chan, apparently, which right. is mental anyway, which also makes it a bad place for an AMA, yeah. these posts are are specially tagged to indicate that they came from Brock. The official THQ Nordic account also liked a tweet defending the AMA and calling those who had a problem with it sensitive Simons. Sensitive Simons. Sensitive Simons. Sensitive Simons. Consider me a proud... Sensitive Simon. Oh, you got me. I'm a cookie Carl over here. <laughs> over on 8chan, kooky Carl and his 8chan. I do not condone child pornography, white supremacy, Good to know. or racism in any shape or form, Brock said on the same Twitter account. I am terribly sorry for the short-sightedness short of my decision and promise to be far more vigorous in my assessment of these activities in the future. This was not about being edgy. This blew up, and I very much regret, uh, regret to have done it in the first place, he concluded. He still has his job. Um, as of the recording of this podcast, okay. which is ooh, a good four or five days after the AMA took place. Right. And there's rising um, sort of pressure and calls on THQ Nordic to do more than just apologize. From sensitive Simons and, and Wet exactly, Blanket some, Williams. Exactly, some, and... some sincere sensitive Simons. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's absolutely bonkers that any company would do that especially a video games company yeah especially such a big video games company that's got to be mortifying for the yeah, people who work for it a small one might do it to try and maybe just get get some headlines at least there but... are some game developers who are actual pieces of plop yeah. who i imagine would go to that sort of place yeah. but you don't do that if you're See, running a multi multi-million dollar company it's okay we own 58 ips now like Let's just go to the worst place on the on the dark net. I am find. not a racist. Yeah. That's how you want to tweet, isn't it, from the PR <laughs> manager of your company? I don't condone child pornography. Oh. I know that my behavior recently makes it look like I condone child pornography, <laughs> but I do not condone child pornography. Yeah. Don't take this out of context Please, either. Oh my don't God, don't no. you do that. <laughs> anyway, that's my weird news, Peter. What is your wit? What's your weird news this is from kotaku okay i think all of mine have been so far yeah actually. you're a big kotaku fan over well here. i think they're just really good at reporting like the weird stuff they're they're a great website they're a great weird news website um popular horror game removed from steam after chinese players say it insults china mm -hmm. do you know about this mm -mm. okay it gets weird i mean it's not just it insults china because on the it, there's a splash screen that just says China is is plops. Boo China. Boo China. Yeah. Um. It it's really strange, and there's a whole meme on on this that I was completely unaware of. So, okay. Less than a week ago, developers of PT uh, PT inspired horror game okay. Devotion were riding high, says Kotaku. Mm -hmm. So it had been released on the 19th of February, and there were loads of positive reviews uh, okay. on Steam, and it was it was going well. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, then 
the game seemed to not go down very well in China. Right. Uh, this was because uh, the game is developed by uh, a sort of a Taiwanese company, I believe. Mm. Um, and allegedly, there's some in-game art that Chinese players came across that seemingly disparages China's president, Xi Jinping. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm pronouncing that Winnie correctly. Winnie the Pooh. It's X-I. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Uh-huh. Do you know about this? I, I know that he is... He he puts on a very good, or he's trying to put on a very good public PR face and be sort of compared to Winnie the Pooh, right? So he's like cuddly and very approachable and friendly, even though actually he's got some really horrible policies and covers a lot of shady stuff up. Yeah, so there was a photo of him with Obama walking, I think they're on a golf course, a few, probably a couple of years ago or something, mm. and someone did a side-by-side of this photo, and it looked like Winnie the Pooh and Tigger <laughs> walking along. Or maybe he doesn't. I don't think he does like the... It's one of the two. He either... He either wants his public opinion to be, oh, he's cuddly and nice, or that he really hates being compared no, he, to Winnie so the Pooh. So he, he doesn't want people to compare it to him. Right. I think he might still be trying to put on publicly like a kind of good PR face. Like, yes. oh, <laughs> but really, like they don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Christopher Robin movie with Ewan McGregor got yeah. banned in China. Did it? Yeah. Right. Okay. Just because of that, because of, <laughs> because of Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin. Right. So apparently there was an in, a scroll in game uh, that compared President Jinping uh, to Winnie the Pooh. And uh, that was next to the word moron. Oh. This from a, a company in Taiwan. Wow. Now, I don't know if you know the geopolitical situation in Taiwan. I'm not familiar. Uh, it's considered to be an extension of China by China. Oh. Uh, and most of the world's powerful nations, it says here, Kotaku. Wow. Uh, but it has its own elected gov- government and identity. So there's sort of some weird tensions between China and Taiwan. Okay. So I guess it's a little bit... I don't know the full situation between Hong Kong and China, but I think it's it's getting to a similar kind of thing where Hong Kong is now independent, right, I believe. I have or no idea. I think they, they're, they're certainly cutting some apron strings there. Right. Um, so there was, uh, in, in response to all this stuff where mm-hmm. the Chinese were offended, yeah. um, there were review bombs <laughs> oh, good. on the game, um, leaving Devotion with a dismal 40% positive review score on Steam. This is you know, keep in mind that before this was sort of found out, they were it was doing really well. Yeah, people were really liking it. Yeah. Um, so then it, it got really weird. So it turns out that this was some sort of placeholder art in the game. Right. That wasn't removed in time. Okay. Or, or was were accidentally left in. So is that legitimately what happened, or is it an excuse? Well, that's the that's the statement that the developer has put out. Okay. When making the prototype, the team often referred to the then known internet meme as placeholder. Right. However, due to the version synchronizing problem, not all of the placeholders were deleted properly. Okay. This is purely an accident, and we have no intention for causing harm nor hatred. The art material has been taken down and replaced at the evening of February the 21st. Mm. So Interesting. It, I, I find that a difficult defense that, to accept, though, because what they're saying is, oh, we didn't mean to publish it in the game, but for our placeholder, we were using photos of Winnie the Pooh and the word moron next to the president yeah. of China. 
that seems that seems like a totally you know I could make that mistake. Yeah, it's so easy to make. Whoops, we didn't mean to cause anyone <laughs> anyone any offence. Yeah, but we were using an image of Winnie the Pooh and the the Chinese president. This has happened before though, where people have had to take stuff out of games. Oh right? yeah, Zelda. Right. Had the one of the temples. I can't remember which Zelda either. The temples. Um, I think it was some kind of chanting. Uh, oh, track God, yeah. backing track they used was was like very important, significant in a religious context, yeah. and that had to be removed. I think Little Big Planet also had something in there at some point. Again, it might have been another music track um, that had that sampled. I think maybe either readings from the Quran or yeah. something along those lines. It was something and from Islam, I think. It had to be taken out. Zelda. So it does happen yeah. genuinely. Sometimes people make these mistakes. You well, know, that's a mistake. That just, doesn't sound. That's someone not checking what this language that they don't speak mm -hmm. is translates to. Yeah. But that's there's a difference, isn't there, between like, oh, I wonder what that means in English or in whatever language they speak in Taiwan. Yeah. But to just put moron next to the a comparison of, yeah. of Winnie, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh and the President. It's not a great look. So um, since then, the game has just c continually received review bombs, is, is a term that apparently exists, mm -hmm. and uh, it's now on just 30% positive reviews. Oh, no. Um, which is, you know... It's That's a shame. shame. It's a shame that people can take advantage of it like that. Yeah, the game has just been... It's, I think it's really sad, actually, because... Either this was just a genuine mistake on the part of the company as a whole, or maybe even some sneaky like art person on just the team decided to have a just dig, put it in, yeah. Mm. And you can see that the game was doing really well. Then the moment that this was discovered, it's now on thirty percent positive. It's just yeah. a shame, like you know, the the money and the time that got spent on creating this, and now because of that one thing. It's kind of, it's all been wasted. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shame. So there you go, Winnie the Pooh. Well, those were our weird news pieces mm. for this week. Peter, we've got another question here. Mm. This is from patron supporter Jonesy. What does Jonesy have to say? Jonesy says, Are there any TV shows or films slash film franchises that you'd like to see made into a game? Mm. Or are there any that have been already that you wish had been better? I'm still waiting for a decent Doctor Who action-adventure style game. Mm. I think about this a lot yeah. when I watch TV. Okay. Think, things that I think would just work really well as a, as like some kind of... For me in particular, I, I always, as a big Telltale fan, I always go for like an episodic style choose-your-own-adventure game narrative heavy exactly yeah, yeah where maybe it's not too gameplay heavy but there's a lot of uh, qtes and a lot of dialogue options mm -hmm. and difficult decision making i think that just that style of game lends itself to so many different things um and i watched um spider-man into the spider-verse oh yeah like just i'm just managed to catch it because it's like it's so close to being out of cinemas in fact it is in most places at right. the moment i managed to catch a screening because i didn't see it when it was first doing the rounds mm -hmm. And it's so good. And the art style is so incredible because it's not just animated in a traditional sense. It's almost got sort of a stop motion yeah, vibe kind of to it. Jittery in a nice way. Yeah. yeah. It's really comic booky and it's it's so gorgeous. And I just while I was seeing it happen, I was just thinking, I would love to play this. Yeah. You know, I'd i I'd love to be able to play out this 
this film. Mm -hmm. I think that would work really well. Stranger Things was going to get a Telltale series, right. but that was cancelled. I think that would work incredibly well as some kind of game. Yeah. Um, outside, because lots of TV shows get a crappy mobile game now, mm -hmm. but that's not what people want. Or some kind of VR experience. Spider Man yeah. got a VR experience, and it's. Just, it's just like half an hour of you shooting balloons in mm -hmm. first person with web. It's 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 not a game. So I'm, I am very sad that Telltale died last year. Right. But hopefully more studios beyond the developers that are doing Life is Strange uh, pop up and start making really competent choose-your-own-adventure games. And hopefully they start getting licenses and start sort of filling in the shoes well, that, Telltale a bit. this is the thing. So it used to be maybe not even five years ago, like the the, the narrative heavy game experience is relatively new mm. um, in terms of like being done in a competent way anyway. And so that's why any kind of film or TV adaptation as a general rule is going to be a bad video game. Mm. Because once upon a time, it had to be that you had to somehow fill it with either combat or puzzle action. Yeah. Uh, because you couldn't just tell an in interesting narrative experience with dialogue trees and things because yep. it, we just weren't able to do it back in back in the day. So you look at something like, I mean, uh, we we got sent um, the Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, mm -hmm. Witch, and Wardrobe, right? We yep. got sent that. And you can imagine like what that is like. You get taught the combat probably very early on and then they just shoehorn in a load of battles throughout the film, which is not how the film takes place. That's yeah. not what goes down. So now that we do have the technology <laughs> to make these narrative experiences, it lends itself to so many other things that mm -hmm. otherwise, you know, wouldn't have been able to be an engaging kind of experience once upon yeah. a time. Yeah. So I don't know what I would say. Do you know what I would actually really, I was thinking the other day mm -hmm. um, how much I enjoyed the first two Harry Potter games on PS1. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played the hell out of the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, the Philosopher's great. Stone in particular. I, I only played a little bit of the Chamber of Secrets, but the Philosopher's Stone I played to death. And you look back at them. I mean, that that Hagrid is a meme, isn't he? He's like, you know, he is. I look like PS1 Hagrid, or I feel like PS1 Hagrid today. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks really bad. They, mm -hmm. all, they all look dreadful. They've not aged well. Um, but I think being able to go right back to the beginning... There's potential there for like a, a seven or eight part video game series where there's some nice consistency across each game, which there wasn't in mm -hmm. the originals because I don't know if they were made by the same company every time, but they were certainly done in a completely different style. Yeah. The engine kept changing. But I think it'd be fun to do like a full kind of one to seven or eight part episodic um, Harry Potter series with, you know, a, a huge open world Hogwarts to explore Loads of dialogue and side quests and things. Has that not recently been leaked? Oh, yeah, there's that the Harry Potter RPG. So that's set pre-Harry. Okay. Uh, it's set, it's like a prequel time period. It might even be pre-James and Lily. I think it goes way right. back to, you know, maybe 50 or 100 years or something. Oh, okay. But yeah, so as, as, a, as a setting, that does seem to be on the way, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like whether or not it was based around Harry or or a new mm. character, I think it's it's a cool world to explore. Yeah, yeah. And you know, even just like nip into to Diagon Alley or like mm. you know King's Cross and things like that. There's there's room to to expand as well out of Hogwarts. So you know, yeah, yeah. If that game comes out, I'll have to 
look up. I don't even know if there's a working title for that because it was a leak, wasn't it? But, yeah. Um, no, that's a really good idea, though. Like, uh, I don't know if if there would be like a different game for each year you're at Hogwarts or something. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Certainly, yeah. like, you know, a seven a seven part committing to a seven part series right off the bat is is hugely optimistic. Yeah, but I don't mean you would sign a contract. No, for, no, no, of but, course. But I just mean like that that would be hugely exciting though to think, oh, okay, it's it's been two years since the last one. We're gonna get Harry Potter see or Hogwarts year two or yeah. whatever and it's time to do other stuff and mm-hmm. yeah that would be amazing I'd, i could go for that yeah i was kind of sad that the uh game of thrones game from a few years ago was bad yeah because that could have been really good too I just that, game of thrones that idea the walking dead hasn't had a good game other than the telltale ones mm-hmm. they've had two terrible games so far right um one of them we've got that we should play it we survival have, instinct we? Yeah. which i reviewed at the time and it's just appalling oh god and the other one is ah, uh, i can't remember what they're called but it recently came out and was then cancelled for ps4 because it was so bad oh no it did, it's never getting a ps4 release but anyway that's a great question there's there's so many it's great to i like that it used to be a, a thing of dread didn't it a few years ago back when there was a movie tie-in yeah. for everything. And mm. these these tie-in and licensed games were, on the whole, really bad. Mm-hmm. And then with the death of THQ almost and and the sort of spiraling costs of developing a, a good game, yeah. like a big budget game, you know, one befitting a, a multi-million dollar film franchise, mm-hmm. it sort of forced a lot of people out of the game and we don't get them anymore. Yeah, But things are sort of turning around a little bit. We've had a lot of licensed quite good games like spider-man i know that wasn't based on a film but like we haven't had a good spider-man game for a long time yeah like if you don't tie it into a specific movie then you Mm. have slightly more free reign even if they use like actual characters so if they if they pulled like the likenesses from the marvel films but just said we're not going to make like verbatim the film Mm -hmm. um then yeah you know that that does open things up yeah it does i I think I'd, I would welcome that personally. Mm. More big budget TV or film license tie-in. Yeah. It's, especially if you get a good, decent, competent developer behind it as well, as with Insomniac mm. doing the Spider-Man game. Exactly. Because they've got a pedigree. You know that they're going to make something good. And yeah. they did. So there we go. Peter? Yes? It's big discussion time. The big question. Oh, my God. Pokemon. Pikachu. Sword and Shield. This was announced this week. It was. At the uh, Pokemon Direct Part of Nintendo's Direct series they do that's so wonderful. Apparently it was very brief, Pokemon Direct, it's like compared seven, to other ones. Seven minutes, I yeah. think. Thereabouts, you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. It's it's a good watch if you're a Pokemon fan. I'm now going to quote directly from wonderful Nintendo website, Nintendo Life. Nintendo Life. Revealed as part of Wednesday's Pokemon Direct, the highly anticipated Generation 8 game of the Pokemon series, or games, sorry, of the Pokemon series, will be called Pokemon Sword and Shield. You'll be able to get your hands on them in late 2019. The games ta- will take place in a brand new region called the Galar Gala, Gala region, Gala, which is set to feature vast plains and craggy snow-covered mountains. Game Freak director Junichi Masuda said that the games will will feature never-before-seen Pokemon and new adventures you've yet to experience. Also shown in the trailer were the new three starter Pokemon, Grookey, Scorbunny, and Sobble. I say Scorbunny because it's the worst name ever. I, th- I imagine it's pronounced score bunny. Score bunny. Can you guess what kind of animal it is? I like Sobble. I think Sobble's great. I've put little descriptions of them there. As as a name, yeah. Well, both of I think 
I think Grookey and Sobble are interesting names. Grookey sounds like some kind of slur. It does a little say. bit. Or someone who hangs around with a band after the show. A Grookey. Know, a Grookey. Yeah, God. they come to the dressing room. Yeah. Let's just let that hang for a minute. So the uh, de- definition, there we go. The definitions that I've got here, Grookey is a leaf monkey. Mm. Score Bunny is a fire rabbit. Brilliant. And Sobble is a sad puddle. Oh, That's what he looks like. He's having a little sob. A little Sobble. But I like them. I like Sobble, that's for sure. I'm not a huge fan of Score Bunny. I just think it's the worst name ever. It's not a pun, is it? No. Because they, I guess they're going for Scorch Bunny. Yes. But I don't know why it's not like third degree bur- bur- Bernie. Third, Third degree, degree Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, yeah, why not? Third degree Bernie sounds like a member of a London gang. Yeah, Bernie Rabbit or something like that. I don't know. Rab, Rab Lit. Oh, that's good. Dab. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Score Bunny. They've not even finished the word Scorch. It doesn't sound like Scorch. You only know they're going for Scorch because it's a fire rabbit. Yeah. And then the pronunciation is not obvious. No. Score Bunny. Score Bunny. Score Bunny. You know. Sounds like a place in, in Lancashire. Yeah. It's just. Scorbney. Scorbney. Hey, welcome to Scorbney. Welcome to Scorbney. Um, have you seen the weird comparison with the Powerpuff Girls? Yes, I have. <laughs> so this has been heavily memed over the last few days. Yeah. Uh, for for a number of reasons. One of them being that they look like the Powerpuff Girls. They sort of share actual visual elements. The, the colour three of schemes. Them together. A proper proper Powerpuff Girls. Uh, so a lot of people have been losing their mind because it's meant to be set in the UK, apparently. But there's actually no official confirmation of no. this. At all. That spread like absolute score bunny wildfire. <laughs> and there's no, we don't know this. It just happens to be a, a long, thin island that's roughly yeah. Britain shaped. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying I don't want it to be. That's an exciting prospect. But like, Listen no to one how said excited that. he is. It's just, it's just, I'm just a little bit outraged that it's <laughs> spread so much and people have got so excited about it. There's all sorts of art coming out of like, you know, British-based Pokemon yeah. and people doing Brexit jokes like mm-hmm. so, uh, instead of Sword or Shield, it's like Leave or Remain. Leave or Remain. Just yeah. can't wait. Down, can't everyone. wait for it to release unless it's delayed. Yeah. Um, I hope we'll be able to import it into the country <laughs> if we're no deal. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been a lot, a lot of jokes about the UK aspect. I don't know who started it, but I have made a few notes looking through the the trailer. Okay. About things that could mean that it's based in the UK. Right. So it is a Long Island in the rough shape of the UK. Vaguely. It is kind of... It could be Madagascar, but we're choosing to believe it's the UK. It's hillier at the top, like Scotland is hillier than England, mm. right? Yeah. Well, th- that's the th- that's Mountain. the other thing. Some people were reporting that it's based in England. It's like, well, England's not shaped like that. The UK is shaped yeah, like that. Yeah, England doesn't have a northern coast. That's very strange. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh so apparently set in the UK, but no official confirmation of this. It's a Long Island in the rough shape of the UK. It's got idyllic countryside with lovely cottages, industrial cities, which sort of have big gears and cogs, sort of hark back to factories and things. The 1700s when everyone had dropsy. And Everybody had dropsy. Love some dropsy. Mm. Football stadiums, etc. There's also There also appears to be in a brief shot, and I think this is the thing that makes me think that it's set this in the UK the most. Actually, yeah. There's a Pokemon version of the Uffington White Horse which I only know because it's actually in Oxfordshire, which is where I'm from. There are white horses. There's a few white horses in England. 
Are there? Yeah, there's several. Oh, well, that one there's in particular. One near me and one near you. Oh, look at that. Maybe they're friends. Yeah. Not like us, though. No. We hate each other. We're just paid to be here. Um, the, the one in Uffington is a near 3,000-year-old, 360-foot-long horse made up of chalk trenches. Mm. Um, I've, I found that very interesting and decided to include it. And I also found out that there's a hill adjacent to that hill called Dragon Hill. And there's a legend that that's where, that's where George, George killed the dragon, St. George. on the Tony Robinson thing. There's a hole <laughs> there's in the ground Tony Robinson where grass doesn't grow because that's where the that's blood where the, of the dragon, the dragon fell. leaked out onto the grass. Yeah. yeah. So that I just thought that was really fascinating. I don't know if there'll be anything made of that in the game, but I think they would be stupid if they didn't. Well, maybe they should put like a just a dragonite bleeding out <laughs> onto the grass. Just a really unwell dragonite. Sizzling. I want to catch that one. Yeah. The you, sick one. You know you can get shiny... <laughs> Shiny Pokemon. Yeah. Can you just get a really unwell Pokemon? Yeah. Does like that a mean new... no one wants to hit it? <laughs> so everyone just... It's worth forfeits. worth less than the basic version of the card. There's the shiny yeah. ones that everyone wants. There's mm. the normal ones. Then if you get like an unwell bleeding <laughs> version of Pikachu, it's like... Oh. oh, that just sounds like an urban legend, like a creepypasta that people would talk about on the yeah. playground, doesn't it? I've got... Oh, I've got like a, a Dark Fossil Team Rocket Charizard. Yeah, well, I've got... I've got hospitalized broken leg blastoise. Yeah. What do my, you make of that? My brother's friend at the big school has a blastoise <laughs> that has no shell on it and it's all red raw underneath. Oh god. <laughs> that does that does Weeping. sound like one. That does Ugh. sound like one. Yeah. Uh so there are various things that that we discovered in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the new generations of Pokémon, I must admit. I'm I'm a Gen 1 boy. Yeah, me too. I and never I can, really like the new ones. I can abide Gen 2. I like Gold, Silver and Crystal a lot. Lot, um, mm-hmm. basically just the Game Boy Pokemon games, really. Okay. Uh, so I like those guys as well. There seems to be sort of a mixture of multiple gens in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only Generation 1 Pokemon we see is Pikachu, Pika. as you would expect. Little Pika boy. He's, he's the fella. He's yeah. the guy. He's the, the detective coming soon to a cinema near you. Brian Reynolds. Yeah. Brian, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> uh, it is built from the ground up for Switch. This is the first uh, Pokemon main series entry to do that yeah uh, obviously we had let's go pikachu and eevee last year but they were a remake that's not main series that's not a, that's not gen 8 that's is it that's not a new true brand new sequel no it's just got eevee in it who's looking at your mother Mm, very, very interested. interested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the random encounters are back as well it appears that they ah. have gone back on uh, i mean in one sense, I'm happy that they're moving back to random encounters because that probably means that the catching mechanic has changed because I did not like the catching mechanic in uh, Let's Go right. because that involved like throwing an actual Pokeball and it was almost impossible to be accurate with it. Like I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. yeah, I really hate that. But on the other hand, it, it is quite nice, surely, to... I, I like the idea of seeing Pokemon running around mm-hmm. in the world and then you go over them to catch them, go yeah. over to them to catch them because it's realistic. We were talking about this on the way in this morning. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like you're walking... Possibly in the long grass, you might not see something that you're walking. But if you're going through the street and then suddenly it just goes... Whoa, what? Hang on, what? Oh, there's a Charizard right here. Where was he? It's behind that pebble. See, that's that's the bit that I don't like is because I... Uh, of the of them returning to random encounters is because I really liked knowing which Pokemon I was going to bump into. It felt like it made sense. Yeah. Seeing the Pokemon that were there, they would stay there for like twenty seconds and then they would disappear, and then a, a new 
set that could spawn in that area would be randomly chosen. Right. And if you waited long enough or used like certain items, you could get like the rarest Pokemon in that area to pop up. And sometimes it would be genuinely amazing to run through an area you've been to before and just see a Pokemon you've never seen mm. in that area or in the game before. Like, oh God, I've got to go and get that. And it's 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 helpful for one or the other. Like either if you're you're trying to just get from A to B, like, for, and you don't want to bump into a million Pidgeys on the way. Love a Pidgey. Or if you're grinding, you're mm. trying to just like take out as many Pokemon as you can just to 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 get yourself going. And you know, then if you know where everything's going to be, you can go and go and speak to those boys and have a little fight. Whereas mm. you know, you don't have to eat, like walking back and forth between two grass tiles. You know, is the alternative. Yeah. Or, or wandering around looking for a Pokemon. It's just nice to see where something is. Yeah, I much prefer it. I'm, I much prefer that way. So I'm I'm kind of sad about that, but I, as long as the catching mechanic is back, that's right. what I care. Because it didn't make any difference. All it did was insert throwing, doing that. And I hate that. Yeah. It doesn't increase the your ability to do it doesn't increase your chance of catching them either. For as long as you hit them with a ball, it's this it's still the same random oh, <laughs> will oh, it? Will, will it, it? Oh, oh. No, no. no, no, it won't. You just for, wasted for it. For those listening on audio, Ben was just waving his arms. I was just pretending when to throw a like pokeball. That. He's throwing a pokeball. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so what much. do you think of the are you excited to explore some new towns where maybe the music makes children in Japan kill themselves? I love it. As long as it makes me kill myself, yeah. then, then that's all I can really hope for in a yeah. Pokemon game. Uh no, I'm looking forward to it i've you know i've i've got i've got the switch yeah that i can play the pokemon on mm. i like the pokemon i was i was sort of pleasantly surprised by pokemon sun and moon right but that was the first one that i played all the way through since um probably one of the ones on the original ds and even then that was like a real slog for me yeah. to get all the way through it and Pokemon Let's Go was sort of a revelation for me just because of its presentation. It was just so much nicer to look at. Very pretty. And I think hopefully then that that's the direction they'll continue to take the series, at least in some aspects. Mm. And so I'm I'm looking forward to this game. Um, some people have said that the, the towns that they've showed off looked a little bit lacking, like they're not very populated. Right. But bearing in mind the game is presumably not finished yet. Well, exactly. And this is an announcement trailer. They're probably just showing off the environments rather than saying, look how many people we can fit on screen. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, the power of the Switch. We'll see how that pays off. Mm, yeah, there've been some some issues with the Switch. Oh, what game was it recently? They show Oh, Trials. You know the new Trials, Trials Pissing. Sorry. Trials oh, pissing. yes. Yeah, because it looks it, the text it's meant to be rising, looks but the, a little bit like pissing. The P is just bad. Trials Pissing on the Switch apparently is a massive visual downgrade compared to all the other platforms because oh, really? of the yeah. Mm. And I think I don't know if they fixed it now, but temporarily, like on digital shop fronts, uh, they were showing screenshots of sort of a, another build of the game, another another platform, mm. and then people were getting it on Switch and being like, why does it not look as good as how you're selling it? Yeah. So that's a little bit controversial. That is but... naughty. They've done that before as well. But this is a bespoke game built yeah, from exactly. the ground up. You know, so that, I'm not saying that'll be an issue here, yeah. but yeah, it's just the power of the Switch in general is sometimes called into question. Yeah, yeah I think some developers just get lazy, don't they? Mm. And they try to, it happened with the WWE games as well. Yeah. Like they just, they try, basically just try to pull a fast one. I think it's more than powerful enough to make something very good looking, especially yeah. with that art style. So. Well, I wish everyone the best with this Pokemon game that I will not be playing. <laughs> Thank you for talking to me I about it, Peter. I appreciate it. And I'm not really a, I'm not much of a Pokemon Pokemon game boy. Yeah. Or not a Game Boy game boy. I, I played Pokemon on uh, N64. I played Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Bit of Pokemon Stadium. But the Game Boy games, 
I'm not much of a Pokemon game Game Boy game. Game Boy, game Boy, game, game Boy game. Yeah. So were you a fan of the TV show in the 90s? Yeah, I had the cards, watched you the TV the, show. The pajamas. Watched the film. Didn't have the pajamas. Did you ever get the cereal? The Pikachu breakfast cereal? No, I didn't. Because no. that was the closest we came to having, what's it called? What's the American cereal called? The marshmallow called? one. Yeah, the Lucky marshmallow Charms. Lucky, mm, yeah, is it Lucky Charms? Yeah, it's Lucky Charms. I'm thinking Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops are disgusting. I don't like Fruit Loops. Lucky Charms, though. We had the Pikachu limited edition cereal over here. It was the closest we ever Pikachu came Charms. to Lucky Charms. Exactly. Yeah. And it was really good. I remember it being amazing, and I only had it once, and I'm sad about it. Oh. You can still buy it online, I think, from oh my God. certain people who've hoarded them because they're collectibles. Oh, it'll be all soggy, though. Probably. I suppose you're not supposed well, to eat it. Well, if it's all sealed, it, but... there's so much sugar in it, it'll probably be all right, Maybe, actually. yeah. Probably be okay. It like might be a in, bit uh, dusty in there. In Fallout, when you get the sugar bombs. Yeah, they'll be fine. Like You'll be right. 100 years old. It's okay. Let yeah. us know what you think of the new Pokemon game in the comments below, or tweet us, if you fancy, at Team Triple Jump. Peter, yeah. where else can they find us across the internet place you can find us almost everywhere at slash team triple jump that's mm. on youtube on the twitches on twitter as you say just now mm -hmm. for uh, fallout facebook yeah on fallout.com <laughs> fallout forward, slash... forward slash team triple jump yeah uh, patreon.com forward slash team triple jump we mm -hmm. have all sorts of tiers where you can see worst games ever early and you can get various bits of you can get an exclusive t-shirt and yeah. stuff we've got a discord if you want to go to the discord that's bit.ly forward slash team triple jump woo and uh, we also have a website which is triple dot mup that's ju dot mp now taking submissions for freelance video editors video editors so please go on there if you want to find out more information about that yeah and uh, there's also a shop where you can buy mugs and other such things cushions lists peter mm. they come out every tuesday and thursday on the channel they streams do. are every monday tuesday and thursday we've had a couple of questions about watching the uh watching the vods and how people can best support us we would honestly prefer you watch the vods if you're going to watch them on youtube yep. they get uploaded a couple of days after um if you can wait for that then that'd be excellent some of you may have noticed in fact we got a couple of tweets so far because we've become affiliate yeah we've now been able to tick a box that means that only subs people who subscribe to us on on twitch are able to watch the vods after they've aired that's purely because we'd much rather you watch it on youtube we're not gating it away from you no you just have to wait a couple of days and it'll be on youtube in in its entirety for you to watch that's the policy throughout you know same with patreon nothing's gated it's just worst games ever early and likewise yeah if you if you want to see the vods immediately then subscribing is is lovely and appreciated but it's it'll not, be on youtube soon. it's not essential yeah, yeah you'll be able to watch it on youtube a couple of days later mm -hmm. and, and it's it that's that's all there is to it it's not, nothing insidious or or we're going behind your back or anything like that yeah worst games is fortnightly and that's on friday for patrons as we said and sunday for everyone else so next week the time of the release of this podcast will be a worst games ever week yes, it is and the podcast of course is every saturday mm. and i believe that's all that's all. Thank you very much for watching and listening. You okay then? What did yeah, you... I just did a little, a little bash there on, oh. on the table. The if table you can bash. hear this horrible squeaking, this stool is is just giving me some issues today. Every single subtle movement yeah. I do I hear that. Uh, is is really frustrating. It's been so a very distracted podcast today. Hopefully it doesn't come through on the microphone. I think it's been really disturbing and off-putting for everyone. Not just what the squeaking chip, just the trains... The squeaking, oh, me bashing the table. We need. A, I think I hit my mic at one point. We need to sleep. I think. Yeah. I think a good weekend of rest will hit them hard on Monday. We'll put our syllables in the correct order. Sybils. The correct order. <laughs> Please let us know what you think of everything we've spoken about today in the comments. Uh, share it with your friends. Why not post this uh, YouTube video if you're watching on YouTube 
to the official YouTube subreddit. Or to See what they think. Or to 8chan. We do not endorse no, not, nothing, nothing to do with that. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching slash listening. We will be back next week for the, with for the another episode. Peter, help. What? We'll be back next week for another episode. And thank you very much for watching. Bye. 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 Adios. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.